Hi guys, welcome back to When You Know You Know. Today's podcast is going to be a solo episode because sometimes I feel like we just got to get intimate and I got to just tell you guys my deepest, darkest secrets. Or, you know, it's because Devin wasn't available and it's just he's so booked and busy that he couldn't fit me into his schedule. But we're going to go with the first one. Also, Devin just like has more to do than me because he plays volleyball, you know, which he plays volleyball a lot and I just decide to stay home. I feel like, you know, I'm such a homebody compared to him. I swear I used to never be like this because before COVID, I like loved running errands and driving myself around and, you know, like hanging out with other people and go to Marshall's by myself and just like having some me time. But now I like genuinely cannot be bothered to like go outside and try to communicate with people. But I am trying because I don't want to spend all my time inside, you know, I got to go outside and live my life again. But I feel like COVID gave me honestly like so much more anxiety, which is the perfect segue into what I want to talk about today, which is mental health and relationships. So this is a topic that honestly, I get a lot of questions about because like I've said before, like I've been really open about my mental health on my social media pages. And I think that I don't know how do I say this like I almost feel like people feel like they can't get into a relationship without like healing their own mental health first and I know like what is that thing everyone says is like oh you can't like love yourself if you can't love yourself you can't like love someone else I think that's that's the saying but I feel like that's just like not the case for everyone I know like for some people that might work, but for me, that wasn't honestly my journey. (laughs) I feel like healing is like such a long journey and honestly could take literally our whole lives. And I do believe that you can work on yourself and still be in love with someone else. I've struggled a lot with my mental health and honestly, it started a long, long time ago. But even though it was a long time ago, I feel like I still like struggle with it a lot today, even now. I honestly feel like, you know, my 20s were like the toughest to deal with my mental health because I felt like, I don't know, I was like comparing myself a lot to where like everyone else was in their lives. And I would look at my friends and like some of them were getting married already and like having kids and like had like, you know, adult careers where I was like working retail and like stuff. And I know like every job is like valid, but I felt like because you know, you're meant to go to school and like, you're meant to be on like this journey that I wasn't on the right path. Like everyone else was. And I feel like I compared myself like so much to where everyone else was that I forgot to like figure out who I was and like what I liked or like what I even wanted to do with my life because I was so busy comparing to everyone and like living my life basically for my parents and for everyone else. And then I feel like on top of that, COVID just like completely destroyed my ability to have a normal conversation with someone and just my all my social skills in general. But, you know, we're getting it back slowly, thank God. But yeah, I just like lived for other people that, I don't know, it almost felt unnatural for me to do what I wanted with my own life. And I talk about like my story and how I dealt with my mental health and begin to like really heal myself. But I just want to say like everyone's journey is so, so different. So when you listen to me or like 
even if you're listening to other people, like your friends, like your family or anyone who is giving you advice or that you're listening to, never compare where you are to like someone else's journey because there's so many different variables and like everyone processes things so differently. So, you know, don't worry if you aren't where you think you're supposed to be, like you're actually exactly where you're meant to be. But I was just starting to understand my mental health, honestly, when I was getting into a relationship with Devin. Not that I, like, knew the complexity of it, but I was kind of like, okay, like, something's something's going on over here. And I always say this, but when Devin and I broke up, it was, like, the best thing for our relationship. Because even when we were younger, like, Devin, to me, seemed, like, so sure of himself and I'm sure if you like asked him now he'd probably be so humble about it but his energy to me that's just what it was giving at the moment and even now honestly when we were like long distance he really wanted to like focus on himself and understand who he was and lol jokes on me because in my head that meant he was cheating on me but in reality he was literally doing just that you know, he was like studying so hard. He was going to boxing, like figuring out what he wanted, making friends. Like he was really getting it together. But when we broke up, um, I think I just like felt insecure and I felt like I needed him 24 seven, but he didn't need me 24 seven. And then when we broke up, that kind of honestly inspired me. I was like, okay, that's, that's very admirable. I want to be like that because I don't want to need someone all the time like I want to be the person that I need so you know I started to work on myself too and then when we got back together it was almost like we were two completely different people getting into a new relationship and it's funny because when I say that healing isn't linear it really is not because I think back and I'm like okay there's so many times when I was like super happy but then all of a sudden just out of nowhere I'd be like so sad having the hardest day or month or week of my life and that's just a journey of mental health. Like some days are really, really good. Some days are really, really bad. It's You really can never tell what day it's going to give. But when we got back together, I felt better about my mental health, but I wasn't like completely healed, obviously. But I stopped like taking things out on Devin and like, I learned to trust him. And I think honestly, I think that's like what I get. I always say this, but I do get a lot of questions. <laughs> about it I swear but um people always ask me like how I learned to trust him and how I did that but honestly it's like hard to explain because I feel like it makes it really easy when you have a partner that like you can trust and gives you like nothing to worry about and someone who's just like honest from the get-go and I think like what I think is hard and something I even struggle with now is that Devin is like, he's very, it says exactly what he means. But when I grew up, like I, I was, I, I always thought that something had like a hidden meaning. I don't know if like, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like, if he says something is fine, it's like genuinely fine. Like there's nothing else going on. But with me, when I hear, oh, it's fine. Like I think, oh my God, like this person isn't telling me like, their true feelings like they're just trying to cover something up do you know what I mean like it's hard to explain but that's just how I just grew up like thinking that there was always like a hidden meaning with everything and like someone's always trying to make you feel guilty or something but yeah I think with like the trust thing Devin is like very you know exactly what he says and he's such 
a kind soul that when I was, I remember this story actually specifically <laughs> that he went on like a work trip and my friends, like he was working with some of our friends and like one of my friends was on that work trip and was like texting me what was happening, you know, like keeping me in the loop. But she told me that Devin had given his jacket to a girl because it was like cold and she was cold. And when she told me that, I like saw red completely. Like I almost like blacked out, honestly. And I got so, so mad. And when I confronted him about it, he was just like <laughs> so dead in the face, just like dead ass was just like, oh, I just gave it to her because she was cold. It was cold outside. But to me, that was like, it made me even more mad almost because I know some of you guys are like probably listening to this and like, oh my God, girl, that's like a red flag. You should have ended it right then and there. But you know, like, let's, let's just think about this for a moment because when I think back at it, I'm like, that is just like such Devin's character. And I'm like, so I can't believe I even thought about that because I wouldn't have been mad if it was like a kid or an older person or a man or literally anyone else because I know Devin would have given his jacket to literally anyone who was cold but because at that time I was so insecure and it was a girl it just like filled me with so much rage and it's just like a little unethical if you think about it and really isn't girl supporting girls because I would have rather that girl froze than my boyfriend give her jacket to him or to her like, isn't that crazy? Like, when I think about it, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, Devin was just a really nice person. And honestly, now, I would have, I would give my jacket to anyone who was cold. I honestly just laugh about it now because I'm like, that is that mentality that I had was, like, not okay. So I was like, yeah, okay, I need a reality check because Devin didn't have any intention behind it other than literally to be a nice person to be kind but because I had like so much trauma from my past relationship I took it as like oh you care about someone else that must mean like you're cheating on me which is like uh, it's it's a reach it's a reach but I was working on my mental health but anyways it did take me a while to know you know like learn to trust someone that eventually like my trust issues just went away and I will say this it's not impossible to be in a relationship and heal your mental health but it's so so much easier when you have a partner who understands that like you're on that healing journey because I I genuinely don't think I could have like healed to this version of myself without Devin's support and then after I dealt with like the trust issues began a long journey of then working on my other issues and it's crazy because I feel like when you're younger, 20, you you just like seem like an adult. Like when you're young, 21 is like, you're like, you're a grown up. Like you're an adult out there. You're living your life. Like you think that, I don't know, like when I was younger, it, it seemed like I should have life, have gotten my life together by now. <laughs> like when I was younger, I thought I was going to be like married and have kids by the age of 25. I'm 28 now, you guys. <laughs> And I'm not married with no kids, but I genuinely feel like I just learned who I was and I'm just honestly like starting my life. And you know when like people say like, oh, in your 30s is like your best time. I genuinely believe that because I am so excited to like, you know, get older now and like turn 30 and like live my life because I feel like so like sure of myself and like, I don't know. I feel like so much more confident in like who I am that I'm like excited to get older. And it's almost like so 
crazy to even like hear myself say that out loud because when I was younger, like I said, I was, I dealt with like a lot of mental health and I honestly never thought I would even make it to this age. So to hear myself say like, oh my God, I'm so excited to get older is like such a full journey. It's like very emotional. (laughs) But like I was saying before, when COVID happened, it was at a time when I was like, I was struggling with my mental health. Like I just lost my best friend, not like she, she's alive, but like, you know, we just like stopped being friends and you know, I cut ties with like a lot of like my older friends because we were all just like growing in such different directions. And I just like hated my job so, so, so much. And I was working three jobs. I was exhausted all the time. And I felt like no matter how hard I tried, I like could not catch up to everyone else. And everyone had like these big friend groups. And I was like getting sad about that. And like everyone had like their careers ahead of them. And I just, I felt like I was like scrambling and I didn't know where my life was going. But when COVID happened, I felt like I had a lot more time to like reflect because you know, what were we going to do? We're literally home 24 seven. So we had nothing else to do, but be alone with our thoughts. But when everyone was going back to work, I finally had the courage to quit my job. And keep in mind, I've quit this job like so many times, but it was like a toxic relationship. I just like kept going back to it. You know, it's like the anxiety of finding a new job was too stressful for me. So I just kept going back to a job that I hated. And I stayed at that job for a very, very long time. But when I finally had the courage to quit, it honestly like felt like the first thing I ever did that felt like it was like for me and that kind of like opened the door for me because everything then fell into place when I quit my job honestly but like I said healing is not linear and I fell back into that space of sadness and wasn't sure why honestly I thought that like because I had my career figured out I was like hey smooth sailing now now we're good you know everything's just gonna fall into place we're good from here, but it's a journey. And I fell back into that and I really wasn't sure why I felt like, I don't know, I was supposed to enjoy my life, but I just wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it. And honestly, it wasn't until I was like, truthfully, like 27, that something in me just switched. And I can't, I always try to like explain what it is, but I felt like I felt like the snap in me like three times. And it's like the first time when I got out of depression, you know, and then when I quit my job, I felt that. And then the second time when I came out of like a depressive like episode, like I can't explain how I got out of them, but it's almost just like something in me just snapped. And I was like, Hey, I can't, I can't feel like this anymore. And like I said, I'm 28 now. And I feel like this is the most me that I've like ever been or ever felt like, like I just got introduced to myself at 28. I think that like when you're on this journey of healing, you just need to give yourself the space to feel the things you feel, but also then sit there after and think like, okay, like why do I feel this way? And do I like that I react this way or is it like fair to others or even like how can I change this behavior if I don't like it? And if it isn't fair to others, you know, like, I don't know, it's a lot of like reflection and a lot of emotions. I feel like because I'm like on this journey, I feel like I'm like close to the end of like healing myself. It's like more 
happy emotions than like hard emotions. I feel like I fought through like all the hard and now I'm like at the point where I'm like crying because I'm like, wow, I never thought I would like get to this moment. I remember when I was like younger and on Tumblr, I read this thing and it was a, a quote that was like, I honestly don't remember how it goes, but I remember I was reading it and it was like this girl who was saying, you know, she is in the kitchen like making food for her husband who's playing with like her daughter and she's looking across the room from him or something and she just like never believed that she could be in this moment and like get to this point in her life and I remember when I read it when I was younger and I was like there's no way that I will ever get to that point and now I'm like and now I'm here and I'm like it's crazy to be at that point do you know what I mean so if you like feel like you'll never get to that point like how I felt just trust me it might take a long time you know it might be fast it might be quick I don't know but you will get to that point but yeah like I said I feel like you don't have to fully love yourself to get into a relationship because honestly I genuinely did not like myself for a lot of my relationship but I feel like it took me a long time to work on my relationship with myself and I feel like because Devin gave me that space to learn about myself and allow me to feel my emotions you know even if we both didn't understand them that like even helped me so much more okay on my instagram i asked you guys some questions that you guys want me to answer on the podcast so if you're not following me follow me on my instagram so you can get involved and maybe i'll answer some of your questions but yes i did ask people some questions and Again, I'm going to say this, but I do get this one a lot. And okay, this is the question. I feel like it ties into the mental health topic. So the question is, how do you feel about your weight and how does it reflect your relationship? And I feel like I get questions about my weight a lot. Like, and honestly, my weight has been a conversation my whole life. Like for as long as I can remember, I've always had my body commented on, even when I was like a child. And I think it's just because, you know, I was always compared to like my skinnier sister or like my skinnier cousins because they were all thinner than me. But when I look back on photos and this is Kate, this is why body dysmorphia is like so crazy because I was literally skinny when I look back on those photos. And I remember myself feeling like so much chunkier and bigger, but I was legit like just a little skinny kid. But because of everyone's comments, I felt large. And honestly, like during COVID even, like I ate a lot because like I said, like what was I going to do, honestly? And I think I gained like 30 pounds. And then when we went viral on TikTok and like we started getting, you know, that traction and people following us, the negative comments, girl, they came pouring in. And I'm saying going viral is not for the faint of heart because even though it's like nice to have a community and like share your, your life with people online, you would literally have to be prepared for the haters. And people are like, oh, it's just like what you get for coming online. It's like part of the job and like you have to accept it. But like, why? Why can't we just be nicer to each other online and we don't have to deal with that? But anyways, <laughs> getting off topic here. Yeah, I gained a lot of weight and oh my god the the hate emails i would get okay the comments were like one thing but the emails that you get 
it's crazy that some people like even say this i actually have one here and i remember it and it's crazy because it starts off so nice which is so confusing and it's like oh i love your videos like you and devin bring me so much joy but devin doesn't want to marry you because you're a fat whale like oh it was like actually a shock to read that because the beginning was so good but I feel like when I was honestly like when I was bigger I didn't really care to be honest and I wasn't really like concerned about my weight and even when I was younger I didn't care about my weight but it's when people start commenting on it and like saying negative things it kind of makes you like question everything and I think it affected my relationship because I really became like so insecure that I was like convincing myself that everyone was right and Devin didn't like me because I was bigger when in reality that was literally never the case but I think it just became such a big thing in my head and I let it get to me that I didn't even think that Devon wanted to like look at me sometimes and I was like so ashamed and so insecure and I didn't want to take photos because you know I was scared of how I looked and I know that people can relate to this because if you've ever had your weight or like appearance commented on you know that feeling of like seeing yourself in a photo and it's like the most gut-wrenching fear of like seeing how you look that you almost like don't want to look and I started to care so much about like how I looked that I was like okay like I'm so tired of not wanting to look at myself in the mirror and like feeling so insecure and I remember I just like had so much confidence before that I like missed and I decided to like make small goals for myself so I could feel like me again you know and now I get a lot of questions about how I lost some weight which is funny because it feels like even if I'm bigger or even if I'm thinner the comments of my weight like never ever stop but yeah if you're like trying to lose weight or you know you just want to feel better about yourself I'm telling you right now it's a hard journey this whole podcast is episode is just me telling you mental health is hard it's really freaking hard and I feel like because, you know, weight was like such a mental thing for me too that it's it added on to my mental he- my mental health, and it's such a hard journey and a crazy metal- mental battle to fight through like your old habits and try to make like healthier decisions. It's so hard. Anyone who says it's easy, like oh, just go to the gym, like change how you eat, like no, it's hard. You really need more than like motivation to change that mindset. And I didn't even start being healthy to like lose weight, honestly. I just wanted to fix my mind and not feel so tired and lazy all the time. But like once I fixed that like mental, I felt like everything just felt natural. And then I wanted to like go on walks and I wanted to like go to the gym. But you know, don't be so hard on yourself because I think if you stick with it, like if you or if you want to stick with it being strict on yourself like right away is so difficult especially if it's like not something you're used to because you know i i went from like laying down all the time and not moving my body to like forcing myself to like get up and go to the gym but it was like such a drastic change that it would only last for like a week or something and then after the week i'd be like okay you know i did my workout for the year like i'm done So yeah, make small changes first and then go from there. And even not just with weight, with like mental health and everything you do, like just make small changes and work on yourself and just go from there, you know, do what you can because you don't got to like make a drastic change because it's just not going to work out. 
small baby steps, girl. We got our whole lives to heal ourselves. We don't have to be perfect right off the bat. Okay, and I think that's where I'm going to leave you guys this time. I love you guys so much. Thank you always for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me because sometimes I feel like I'm just blabbering. And with Devin's here, it makes it a little bit more fun, but let's be honest, we're both just blabbering. So thanks for listening to us blabble. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow my socials at Eileen Triple E or at Eileen Christine triple e at the end and i'll chat with you guys next week on when you know you know love you guys Mwah.